We Do It All Radio with KB and Paul. We Do It All Radio with KB and Paul. Hey, man, we finally here. Finally, day, man. Day finally. one. Day one. The We Do It All podcast. Been a long time coming. Probably started too late. But hey, man, perfect timing. Perfect timing. Uh, getting it started, man. So today, uh, our first podcast, this is our number one inaugural podcast. Uh, we have me, KB, coming down from Texas. Yeah, down in Texas now. Yeah, man. Longhorn State, man. Longhorn. Nah, buddy. SEC. And then, <laughs> and then you got, yeah, you got me over here still in Georgia. So, um, I'm sure a lot of you guys either know Kenny or myself, or you'll get to know both of us throughout this journey. Uh, but we kind of met working for an insurance firm. Uh, luckily, I was uh, my first day. I sat next to him. We had a Florida Gators flag uh, in his cubicle, man, and we just became really good buddies. We bonded over sports. Um, we had the hangout spot back in the day. Everybody came through uh-huh. and, and talked to us, man. We had all the gossip off of uh, the floor, the, the third floor at our at our place, and then we kind of went our separate paths. So. Uh, we're kind of reconvening right now, talking about sports. We did it every day in the office. We didn't get much work done. But we got enough to keep our jobs. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so so we uh, we wanted to get this going. We've always had fun talking. Um, coming from two different sides of the spectrum with a lot of our ideas on sports and culture and everything like that. So I think it'll really be a good podcast for both of us. I've done this a lot uh, throughout my career. I went to school for this. Kenny didn't go to school for it, but he should have. He's a natural. So, or, or hey. you going by KB? You going by KB? I don't. KB, we, man. Were we putting the government out there? Were we putting the government out there? They're I didn't know. The government out there, man. They okay. want to see the, the, okay. the big cheese smile soon, so they want okay. to see the Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, you know, we we wanted to bring this to you guys for not only just us to have something to talk about and to be able to communicate since we're so far away, but we talk about sports a lot. So why don't we just make it into a podcast and both of us, you know, talk to each other and record it so you guys can get our thoughts on, you know, what's going on in the world of sports, not just football, not basketball, everything, culture, baseball. And the first thing that we're leading off with, Kenny, boy. That fight this weekend, man, I, I really don't know what to what to come of it, bro. It was so different. First of all, first of all, to be completely honest with you, I knew yeah. Mike was fighting Roy Jones. I did not know Nate Robinson was fighting whichever Paul brother that was. I had no idea that was going on, bro. I I didn't know either. Um and I stay up to I stay up to date, bro. Like I stay up to date on my stuff. I had no idea that was going on. Hey man, I think unless you're a fan of Nate Robinson or right, right, but but folks know now because Nate Robinson got if you didn't see it, guys, which I'm sure you have, and you sure I'm sure you've seen the memes by now. My man got knocked out by Jake Paul, a YouTuber, and, and he had some hands. Don't get me wrong, he had hey. some hands. I wouldn't get in the ring with hey. him, I wouldn't get in the ring with Jake Paul. I'm me not either. getting in the ring, I'm not getting either in the ring with him, but, but I mean, it, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say in the infamous words of Smokey. You got knocked the fuck out. He did, boy. He did. He did, boy. Nobody, nobody would have even thought. And I'm, and it's crazy because the Paul brothers for YouTube stars, man, they've been in the fighting world for like a little bit. Like they've been kind of taking it serious. So I think his brother brother fought KSI, who was another famous YouTuber. They fought a couple times, right? Right. 
Yeah, so like they've been around, you know. Nate, Nate thought he was just going, you know, pull up on him, and <laughs> yeah. work. No, sir. And he was already, you know, Nate's small man. Right, so right, right. The length and size, he was already at a disadvantage. But I think he just thought, you know, what I'm saying I'm from the hood, I'm, I'm gonna get right, this. One. Right, right, right. You know, White buddy. boy ain't got me here. White boy ain't got me here. He got him though. He got him. <laughs> Y'all better stop sleeping on these white boys out here. That they, they <laughs> I don't know why y'all. They, I'm they telling you, I'm telling you. But that was that was the beginning, and then we had like a Snoop Dogg concert where he was just smoking a blunt on the stage for like 20 minutes. Had a concert, and then Tyson came out. Roy Jones looked like your uncle that was drunk at the barbecue. Didn't know what was going on. Was holding Mike Tyson the whole time. He's lucky he's got both his ears right now. Because we remember what happened last time they held Mike Tyson like that. Evander's right. got one ear. Um, but I think Mike could have knocked him out. And, and mind you, I didn't pay $50 for this fight, okay? I was watching it through multiple different streams. It kept crashing. Um, so I didn't get to see everything. But what I did see, I thought Mike could have knocked him out, but he didn't. I honestly believe with all my heart, he was not trying to knock him out. Because I saw some punches thrown. I think he right. was throwing like solid connections. Right, right. But there were a few that he pulled up on. Right. I think Mike would have demolished him. But I think they had that talk like, look, man, we're just going to do something for the fans. Make some this money. Check. Right, yeah, right, right. Mad. I mean, because Tyson's good on the money side because he get probably more money in, in weed business in his right. podcast than right. the fight never come close. But. I think he just looked out for him and was like, hey, man, especially with Nate just being knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, they, they, I, knew, I, they knew that they knew after they saw Nate get knocked out that there wasn't anything they could do to make this not the Nate Robinson show at the end of this. That's what everybody would be talking about. Yeah. Like they, they knew that it, even if like one of them knock each other out, yeah, cool, whatever. Nate Robinson was dead on the, in the ring. He, he saw Jesus for a few seconds and came back to life. Like that was going to be the end of, <laughs> that's what it was, bro. He was sitting there. He was sitting there. He thought it was over, bro. He thought it was over. So whatever Mike and Roy did was not going to top that. I think they made their money. They got that Triller app up to like top yeah. 10 downloaded, which what, what is that? Is that like a, like you rap along to a song? Yeah. I have never heard of this. When I say whoever got this deal, right, <laughs> right, right, they hit a gold mine. I never heard of a thriller of no, never. never. But whoever never. owns it is is very thankful. Right, right. Just hey, get Mike Tyson. If you want your app to explode, get Mike Tyson. Hey, you can't. And go get wrong Nate Robinson. It. Get Nate Robinson knocked out by a white YouTuber and call it a day, and your app will explode. Hey, shout out to him. They said uh, after he got knocked out, he went right back in the in the group chat and just took all the <laughs> all the jokes from the group chat from his boys. I was like, that's the only thing you can do. That's, that's all it. you can do, bro. That's all you can do. And and you started seeing guys like Nick Young on Twitter, like, yo, he does not represent every NBA player. Like, put like so. So I guess my question to wrap this segment up before we move on to the next topic. If you could pick a basketball player, then don't pick like LeBron or nobody big like that. Right. Like. Who would you pick? Who do you think you would least likely want to step in the ring against? And I know I'm putting you on the spot, but like one dude where you're like, nah, man, I, I don't care how much money you throw at me. I am not getting in the ring with him. Because if you threw money at me against Nate Robinson, I'm getting in the ring with him, bro. I might get knocked out, but I'm getting in the ring with him. Who's one dude you're not getting in the ring with? 
the uh, Morris Brothers, either one. Boy, them, them boy. Dudes, them dudes demand nobody, nobody test them, boys. Nobody. No. <laughs> either no. one. I'm not, I'm not no. checking either one. You they, can have my cornbread. You can have it. Right, right. And and here's the thing. They pull some shit like one of them would like sneak out from the ring and the other one would come in and fight you in round four. Be, right. It would be I'm, stupid. I'm not taking them. Nope. I think like for me right now, like just looking through the league, like Jay Crowder might not be one that like I really want to. Yeah. Jay Crowder, like he looks like one of those dudes that like you really don't want to like you think that he might be kind of hard. But I think if you really put him in the ring, he might just throw down on your ass. Like I'm not messing yeah. with Jay Car- Crowder. Not he seems like the type he's not going to. He doesn't talk a lot. Like, like he's, he's yeah, he's silent, but violent. Like he, he exactly. he's not going to talk. He's just going to knock you out. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic, Kenny, that we had scheduled was the college football playoff standings. They just came out this week, re-released this week. Kenny, I'm going to run down the top 10 for those of y'all who haven't seen them yet and give Kenny time because they've just hot off the press, man, hot off the press. So uh-huh. at 10, Miami, 7-1, and one, 9, Iowa State, 7-2. and two. Georgia moves up to 8 at 6-2. and two. Cincinnati's 8-0 and oh at 7. Florida's 7-1 and one at 6. Texas A&M 6-1 at 5, Ohio State at number 4, 4-0, Clemson at 3, Notre Dame at 2, and Bama at 1. So the big question here is, you've obviously got a two-loss, the the highest two-loss team is Georgia sitting at 8. They can't get into the college playoff unless Florida loses the next two games, which is highly unlikely. So you start looking at these playoffs and start looking at the four teams that could potentially be in here. Alabama, I think, has got a great shot, obviously. Yeah. Notre Dame and Clemson have to play again, though. And, you know, Clemson didn't have Trevor Lawrence when they first played. Right, right. So that's going to add a completely different dynamic to it. Then you got Ohio State at number four with only four games played. And listen to me, Kenny. Listen to me. If, <laughs> if, Michigan, if Michigan backs out of the game against Ohio State, then they will not be eligible to play in their uh, Big Ten Championship. championship and that is a uh, i believe that's a prerequisite i'm pretty like sure it's a prerequisite yeah so michigan could and hypothetically in two weeks say look hey man we got too many covid kids on this team we can't play bro my my apologies justin fields we can't play <laughs> how petty is harbaugh that's what it comes down to because because look if you have a guy like jim harbaugh who knows his back's against the wall already the man's lost like what three games this year i don't even know it's, it's a bad. train wreck up in ann arbor right now the one thing that he can do to keep michigan fans give them light at the end of this terrible 2020 season for them is to say look we got too Ruin many COVID Ohio kids State. yeah we can't play against your Ohio state and guess what since you can't play against us you don't have enough games to go to the championship game and uh, you didn't play in the championship game, and that, that, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily a prerequisite to get into the college football playoff. But it's gonna, it's gonna make a huge difference to the committee because you're gonna have Ohio State what at five and zero. Oh? You're gonna put them in over a team like BYU, who's where is BYU at thirteen at nine and zero? Oh? They're that's nine and zero oh at thirteen. You got Cincinnati eight and zero oh at number seven, and then you got a team like Texas A and M at number five, six and one, whose only losses against Alabama. So. This this college football playoff as it stands right now, I think, is going to change because, yes, you have Alabama, but Notre Dame and Clemson have to play again, and then we still don't know what's going on with Ohio State and if they're going to be able to play. Yeah, um, I don't – first of all, BYU being that far back is disrespectful. 
Right. Um, that, yo, that, that Zach Wilson kid can ball, bro. Their quarterback can ball. And and they're they're playing lights out. I mean, it is right. it is it is what it is. I think this is the opportunity for the uh the committee to shake it up. Right. This is the year right. to try it. Like, hey, whoever plays, of course it'll be the asterisk. Oh, you didn't have to play anybody else, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, this is the year to Cincinnati. Hey, man, I would put us out. Uh, I would put an uh, undefeated Cincinnati in over yeah. a yeah. one-loss Texas A&M. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, this is the year. It's 2020. Like, everything's crazy. We know Cincinnati. We know BYU. If you're not going to give them a shot this year, then we have to kind of start looking at this as like, all right, so maybe the Power 5 teams get together and they still go to this college football playoff. But group of five teams – because BYU is independent, but group of five teams like Cincinnati, maybe you guys go form your own college football playoff. Because if you can't get in this year with all the stipulations and you're you've played all your games you, and you're undefeated, you're not going to get in. Like ever. you're not ever going to get into this. It's it's one of those things where you know you can be like UCF and claim a national title or all you want to, and that's a <laughs> you know, but but you're not going to get into the college football playoff, bro. It's not happening. No, it's not, and um. And it's a shame, man. Like, I think this is a good opportunity for them to really look at expanding it to eight teams. Right. Because realistically, I mean, sometimes you have a year where the top four are undefeated or you have that one loss who team that lost by like a field goal or something like that. But for the most part, man, like you legit have six to eight teams, definitely six that are contenders. Right. Maybe not. Maybe eight is pushing it. You know, you can give that top two teams a, a buy. Uh, give them a buy. A buy and yeah. keep six. You got to. I think they have to expand past four. It's just there's too many quality teams. I mean, you have a one loss Florida who lost to Texas A&M off a last second fumble field goal. Right. Right. Then you have them. So you have undefeated uh, Cincinnati. You have undefeated BYU. You have uh, undefeated Notre Dame. Clemson with the one loss. They lost a. Notre Dame, but they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. Right. And, you know, then you feel good. Like, you know what? Put Ohio State at number six. They haven't, even though they played a few teams, they've been pretty good. They haven't been lights out. No. Like not, not like has, thought, yeah, not like we thought they were going to be. But, you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I think – as a as a committee, you kind of take a look at it. You take a step back and you say, "Okay, what can we do to improve this system?" Because there's going to be really good teams that, at least throughout the season, like we said with BYU and uh, Cincinnati, who look really good. What else can they do? They can't physically win any more games. Like they can put, I guess, tougher teams on their schedule, but. This year, especially this year, you couldn't play out of conference with hardly anything. So they're making do with what they got. I just think that it's it's time for the college football playoff to do one of two things. Either expand to a six or eight team or just do a power five college football playoff and a group of five college football playoff and play them at different times and give us more football weekends to enjoy. You know, I, I, I that's my take on it. I know that we kind of ran over on that segment, but at the same time, like right. it, it's one of those things where you either have to be all in on this four team and and tell these other group of five schools, hey, you can't you can't make it. Y'all go make your right. own. We'll help you make another one. 
or you got to expand it and put two at large group of five teams in every year. That's what you do, Kenny. You just come up, you came up with the perfect idea. The top six teams and then the last two spots are the best group of five teams. Give there them their go. chance. Give them their there chance. You go. NCAA, give me a call. Right. I work it there up you go. Just like that. There just you off, go. The top, off the top of the dome. Right, right, right. Next up, man, NFL MVP race. I know a lot of folks, Woo! you know, are thinking right now. I just looked up the, the the odds. So top three guys: Pat Mahomes minus one twenty five, Russell uh, Wilson plus two seventy five, and Aaron Rodgers plus five hundred. I'm not going to brag too much because I'm playing in a two quarterback fantasy league this year. Kenny, your boys got Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. I'm on a seven game win streak heading into the playoffs next week. But anyways, besides the point, <laughs> the, those are your three guys, right? I mean. Unless maybe you could throw Derrick Henry in there. You know what? And I was just about to say that. I think Derrick, I, I think as time goes on throughout the season, Derrick Henry, if he just continues, he's going to, he should be in the conversation. He may not win because, you know, the NFL loves their quarterbacks. Quarterback, um, man. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. But, right. I mean, I, just to I, give you an idea, just to give you an idea, Kenny, I'm looking at the odds right now. Derrick uh-huh. Henry's plus plus five thousand. So if you put a hundred dollars on Derrick Henry, you win five thousand dollars. They're saying that's not happening. Hey man, the the dude does work. He oh, just yeah. does work. He, yeah, and they throw the ball. They they're not just going to run it a hundred times. Like no, they throw the ball as well. Right, right. So for right. him to be successful as he is, which is crazy. And I know a guy in Georgia. And he's a Falcons fan, and I'm gonna make sure he hears this podcast. He said Derrick Henry would be a bust coming out of college. But now, said, now, okay, okay. So let's let's step back for a second because when he did come out of college, he wasn't all that hot, right? His first couple years. I'm looking up stats right now while while you're talking about that Derrick Henry stat. I I want to say Derrick Henry didn't break out until like last year, right? Okay, so he's that? been. Let's see. He's been in the league since 2016. He started okay. he started four games his first two years. Didn't do much of hardly anything. Averaged his first three years combined, he averaged right at 50 yards a game. These last oh, two wow. years, he's he's averaging over 110 yards a game. He's a totally different dude now in his but he, I mean, at the same time, he's been with Tennessee the yeah. whole time. They ran different things. His yards per rush in his first two years were over 10 yards a rush. So, I mean, it, he just obviously wasn't getting utilized back then right. correctly. So Very true. Very let's, true. let your boy, let your boy hear it because yeah, he's not, he's yeah. definitely not a bust and he's getting like, he's like wine, dude. He's just getting better with age. It's, and as the season progresses, bro, he gets stronger while he's. So Kenny. This is my last question about the NFL MVP race. I know we didn't talk much yeah, about yeah, Pat yeah. Mah- we didn't talk about Mahomes, Wilson, Rogers. I think Mahomes got it in the bag, right? For right now. So I think far, so I think good. Wilson's there though. I think Wilson's close. But going back to Derrick Henry, I know you played nose guard back in the day. Derrick Henry is standing on the other side. My man, it's week 17. Your team is five and eleven, bro. You know you're not going to the playoffs. Are you uh-huh. an injury to get out of the way of this man? I um I'm not going to necessarily fake an injury. However, I will shoelace. <laughs> I am diving at those ankles. I will right, right. Quote, quote unquote slip right. and maybe you know grab grab a leg, hold on. Definitely right. not hitting that man up top, man. 
definitely no. not. <laughs> no, I, I don't even know if I'm doing that week one either. Like it, it's one of those things. Like he, that's a grown man. He stands next to other NFL dudes, and he is a giant. Next to lineman, bro. Next to lineman, like he straight out of Yulee, Florida. I don't know if you've ever been to Yulee, Florida, Kenny. Have you? I've never been to Yulee, Florida. Um, I probably would have passed that exit just off the top. <laughs> I've been there one time, bro. You know what's there? Absolutely nothing. There is nothing. We got off at that exit one time because we needed like snacks or whatever. It was late, bro. They had like a convenience store and then it was just swamp. Like nothing. This man came up from literally the swamp, grew into an alligator of a man and into an NFL body and did his thing. But moving on to the next topic, Kenny, that we had jotted down here before we get up out of here, man. Basketball draft slash free agency, man, slash trade slash the best time of the year, bro. Hey. The NBA hey, offseason, right. The NBA offseason is like, it, so honestly, I go NBA offseason and then the NBA playoffs and then the NBA regular season. That's how I look at it because the offseason is crazy, yeah. bro. I love it. Dude, I love those checks getting cut. <laughs> dude, it's, it's unreal, man, watching how these guys get paid, watching teams stack up. I know what team you're probably going to say, so I'm going to leave it to you. Hey, hey, hey those Atlanta Hawks added something. Don't sleep, on, don't sleep on them. Hey, you know what? The Hawks need one, maybe this year, they just need a winning feel. They just need to feel what it's like to win, to compete, get close. Because they have the, t- I mean, the pieces there. I mean, you are. Bro, you remember back in 2014, 2015, they had like a 60-win team with Joe Johnson, Boyford, yeah. all those guys. Like they Atlanta and when and I I distinctly remember when that happened because that stadium, Phillips Arena, now it's State Farm Arena, but back then Phillips Arena was filled to capacity every game. This city got behind the Hawks. Yeah, man. Atlanta Atlanta gets behind their sports team. But uh, but, the Hawks, so, but they got to be winning. Yeah. If they're not winning, <laughs> Like hey. when the like when the Raiders came to town this past Sunday, there was not a Falcon fan in there. They won forty three to six. There were Raiders uh, fans galore. Oh, was that did I hit a sore subject there, Ken? Uh, yeah, it did, man. But yeah, did. anyways, like the, the free agency, I think I think the Falcons improved drastically. Or, excuse me, the, the, um, we got to talking about football. The Hawks improved drastically. They're both birds of yeah. prey. I mean, they're both in the city of Atlanta. It's it's easy to get confused, all right? I think Correct. that they improved drastically. I think that the one team I'm going to leave out that I think was the second most improved, I'll let you touch on them. And then Woo! I also, yeah. Showtime. I, yeah, yeah. It's showtime over there. And then there was a couple other teams, but for the most part, I think Atlanta made some big splashes. And then, of course... Your what what team is it again, Kenny? It's a, it's the the Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, that's cash them. money. That's them. That's them. Okay, oh, cash yeah. money. Yeah, D- dude, that team. Hey, that team with the addition of Dennis Schroeder, Montrez, who who I think is a ginormously underrated freak, Harrell. That's that is the difference maker. Harold so is the difference maker because when you look at, I mean, I know you have to look at last year. It's kind of two seasons, bubble and pre-bubble. Right. But Schroeder running point, I think they'll go back to having a traditional point guard. LeBron, I mean, LeBron did great running point. Clearly, he's the <laughs> the goat. But 
I mean, he did great, but I think in a perfect world, the perfect system, he's not running point all the time. No. So you have shorter, someone who can score when he needs to score consistently, has a nice jump shot, can play defense. Then you add Matthews, who is a lights out from behind the field and is a defensive juggernaut. You you definitely lost that with a, uh, I believe Avery losing him. Yeah. So yep. you know, getting Matthews is, is a is a plus for sure. But Harold, man, you can give LeBron a break. LeBron don't need to play. 25 minutes, 30 minutes a game. He can 18, 19. I don't think he's trying to win MVPs anymore. Um, I think, you know, if he has the numbers, then great. But I don't think that's his goal. I think he will be there and let Harold get that time with Harold and AD on the floor together. And then when they all four, I mean, I mean, all and, three get on. <laughs> and you forgot about, and I did too, Mark Gasol. Yeah, yeah Marcus I mean, he, he so Marcus stat line last year for Toronto 26 minutes a game, seven points. Uh, what did he have? Six rebounds, three and a half assists. He's not the Marcus that was putting up 20, 20 a game back in Memphis in 2016, but he's but a veteran leader and you don't need that. You got AD, you got Harold, you got LeBron. I mean, I think that the moves they made solidified them in the number one spot for the, for the West. No questions yeah. about it. Um, you, and you have a bunch of guys now where you don't have to have LeBron on the floor for more than if you want 30, 32 minutes, maybe. Um, right. And yeah, his numbers are going to go down. So people are going to say, Oh, well, LeBron, you know, he, he's, he's carrying them. Right. Right. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. He doesn't need to be on the floor as much. So, that's why they brought in these pieces. And I, like you said, that Montrez Harrell is a huge pickup for them that I think that is going to be one of the biggest pickups of the NBA offseason. For sure. For sure. Uh, I think, uh, like, clearly all the Clippers were surprised, uh, especially Patrick Beverly, you know, the right. way he jumps off. Right. I think, I honestly think that they're going to lose uh, Paul George. Um, I think he's a free agent next season. Yep. I think he's gone. I think this year or two was the tryout. If they don't ball out next year, I think he's gone. If I was him, I would leave and go to to a Charlotte who could use a veteran, a veteran around. Oh, Lamelo. Hey, why not go somewhere? Right. Be the quasi, be the man. But just get out of there, man. You're not what, winning in, in LA. What do you think about the draft? What were your thoughts? Um, I thought the boy from Georgia, I'm not familiar with his name. Anthony Edwards. He's a, he's a dog. Uh, cool. <laughs> Clearly. But right. Right. I think, right. I think, I don't know if he's just going to be a, uh, like a come in, be a, just a, uh, entertaining guy or just a right. high flyer. Um, but I mean, I think it's, it's good for, for what they needed. Uh, I think LaMelo at, he got two or th- pick three, right? Yeah, pick three of Charlotte. Yep. Hey, the the beautiful pick number three. I think Lamelo will be the 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 doll of the draft. I think yeah. he's going to be the one surprisingly. I think he's the best ball brother. Right. Um, I think he has the best skill set. Uh, he has what it takes to be a star. I mean, I think he's going to show out. I'll give it like a year or two. You know, let him get a little bit more weight on him. But the boy is big. What is it, six nine now? Six eight, six nine? Yeah, something yeah. crazy like that. Man, he get a, a consistent jump shot from from deep. 
I don't see him being stoppable. I, yeah, I think I think really when you look at it, I don't think there was a superstar in this draft. I think you got guys like Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, who could butt into that. I mean, but LaMelo is a different breed. I think you're going to either get a guy that's going to just light the league on fire or he's going to just kind of fade into that ball oblivion of what because we because let's remind ourselves now we thought Lonzo was going to kind of be the same like Lonzo kind of had that hype behind him not as much I would say but he still had that hype behind him he really hasn't proved himself so I think the good thing for LaMelo though is he went over there played in Australia played against legitimate grown-ups and balled out over there so I'm not I'm not so concerned with you know him coming over to the NBA I think he's going to do a good job in Charlotte but Charlotte's got a lot of yeah. problems that you know <laughs> little ball might not be able to you know yeah. fix. last hey. team before we before we get to uh-huh. something else 76ers added some shooters man that's what they've been missing out on hey. they added Seth Curry career 45 percent three-pointer they added Alec Burks they added Ryan Brokoff. They added Tony Bradley, a center. They added, uh, and also through the draft, they added my favorite guy who dra- got drafted mid-first round. Because there's always a couple guys in the mid-first mm-hmm. round who show up. Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. I really like his game. Yeah, And uh, the NBA likes his game as well. I think that the 76ers, and they got rid of that atrocious contract from Al Horford. So I think that they're building around a totally revamped team with Doc Rivers there. And I think that they're, you know, those are the top three teams for me in terms of who won the draft. Yeah, uh, I would say the same for sure. Um, It's going to be interesting, man. I I don't think it's over uh, as far as the movement around because Harden or Westbrook. I was uh, just getting there. Yep. Yep. I don't know if both of them will be gone. But one of them will be gone, and I really think it'll be um, Westbrook simply because I think he has it's easier to move a Westbrook, less demands. Um, with Harden, you you have to get something back, and he wants to go to Brooklyn. You know, what is Brooklyn sending back? Like, yeah. <laughs> why would Houston right. do that? Right, they have right, right. No reason to do that. So I don't see him um, leaving. He may pull the AD, you know, his last year to just let the world know, like, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm just right. going to play this game and, right. and keep it moving. But uh, it'll be interesting. It'll and Kenny, be interesting. Kenny, I know every podcast has like a, a cool thing that they do. I don't know if we're going to keep doing this, but big dummy of the week, man. Who is the big dummy of the week for you this Woo! week? Big dummy of the week. Uh, it would have to go to. And I mean, I hate to kick a man when he's down. Right. But Nate Robinson, man. Yeah, that was good there. I knew it. I knew hey, you man. There, man. Hey. You got knocked the fuck out. Hey, man. Hey. I, look, I mean, in his heart, in his mind, he was going to win. Like, in his mind, he was like, yo, I'm about to go beat this white boy up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go to the club afterwards. We about to party. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. He went in there. He was the first time he got knocked down. Because maybe he got knocked down like two or three times. The first time he got knocked down, he was like, yeah, this is for real. Right. Right. <laughs> so he's my big he's my big dummy of the week, man. It's just he's not a dummy for getting knocked out. He's just a dummy for assuming he was going to go in there and just beat somebody up. My big dummy of the week, man, it's going to be – I don't know if it's so much big dummy of the week. I just kind of feel bad for dude. Carson Wentz, man, up in Philadelphia. Ooh. What is what is going on up there, Ooh. man? We're talking about a guy who was in the MVP race, brought his team to a championship, 
and now like can't even complete a pass. Like they they look lost up there, and they lost to Seattle on Monday Night Football. They just. Uh, I don't know what is going on in Philadelphia. My big dummy of the week, Carson Wentz, I hope he gets back to normal. But I'm telling you right now, there's a dude behind him that Philly really likes in Jalen Hurts, man. They really like that kid. I don't know know if he's the NFL quarterback. I really don't. I don't know if he's got the accuracy for it. But he's a winner, though, man. He's a winner, and you he's can tell, you can tell every game, man. They're putting him in more and more, shifting him in there a couple more plays. They have to. I think Wentz is gone, man. But the thing is, with Wentz, man, his contract is way too heavy, man. Yeah, his contract is heavy. So like they're they're towing a fine line up there. But that's my big dummy of the week, man. Carson Wentz, like. I don't know what's going on with you, brother. You have to get this team back underneath underneath you. I don't care. I'm not an Eagles fan, but just f- and, and also to add to I know we're only picking one big dummy of the week. The NFC East, bro. No, is it the NFC East? <laughs> the, Yo, God, somebody's going to win that division that is below 500. If this was a Madden League, they would right. all be kicked out. Right. Yeah, they yeah, out. yeah. Commissioner, commissioner, <laughs> like you're hey, done. Everyone, y'all are out. You can't run an organization. So oh, big, big dummy of the week, Carson wins. Big dummy of the week, one B, the NFC East, which kind of ties into <sighs> Carson wins. It's just, and they, and the problem is, Kenny, they all have playmakers on every one of those teams, bro. Ezekiel right. looks terrible right now. Carson Wentz hey. looks atrocious right now. Wet the Redskins can't find a quarterback right now. Okay, quick question. I know we I know we're running close. Right. Do you think that Prescott being out has proven that he needs to be there oh, yeah. more so than he can he's, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think that all the Prescott haters, especially Cowboys, there's a lot of Cowboys fans that don't like him for whatever reason. You know, we won't get into right. that, but, but, right. Good old I, Texas. Right. But I think, I think you're realizing, hey, you need Prescott. Now, is he worth the money he's asking for? Maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. But at the same time, you're trying to win a division that, if he was there, you would be winning the division right now. Oh yeah, Ezekiel Elliott looks lost without Prescott, and you got a lot of money tied up in Zeke. So yeah. if you want Zeke to keep running the ball, because you got a ton of money tied up into him, go ahead and pay Prescott. See what's going on because they got a decent squad. It's just like they do, man. It's just you can't have that when you're the Dallas Cowboys, when you're America's team. You know the reason they got the hole in the ceiling is so God can yeah, watch yeah. His team. Yet yeah, da 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 da. <laughs> you got to be able to put a team out there that God wants to watch, man. And right now, right. God does not want to watch that team. He he doesn't, man. It's it's bad, and it shows every every week. Every it's week, like, man. Whether it's somebody else getting hurt, like they have on paper, man, they have a great team. Same with the Redskins defense. The Redskins oh, yeah. defense. Should be top five. Yeah, I mean they have studs on every level, but yeah. I, they just can't score any points. You got Scary Terry over there that is just you got to hey, you better get a quarterback that can throw him the ball, or he's gone. Or he's gone. Yeah, like he he's not sticking around. You no. get, like I love I look Alex Smith's comeback story, amazing. My man went Beautiful. through like nineteen thousand surgeries, but at the same time, bro, look, he should maybe. Be Maybe it's time to maybe it's time to hang the cleats up, bro. Go home, be with your family. Let that leg do what it does. We've all seen the pictures. Let it just do what it does, man. Right, right. Like, I think hang him up, bro. He came back to you know he. This is his comeback story. It's crazy that 
he's their quote unquote their best option. I mean, I really think they gave up on uh, Haskins. Well, Haskins um, too early. Way I don't too think early. I don't think he's bad at all. I think he's just he, wrong system. He's a, a rookie. Yeah, he was a rookie quarterback. I mean, look at Peyton his first year in. Like you, your first year or two, you usually suck. I mean, it's a reason that it's the NFL. Like they don't all come in like Mahomes and just take over the the NFL. But I would love to see Haskins go to Pittsburgh behind Big Ben. I like that and, and learn for a year. That's it, because Big Ben, I mean, he's a, a, a six-pack away from being done. <laughs> His Sasha's and beer, man. I don't know how he does he's a, it. He's a six-pack away from being a Big Mac, Big Ben to Big hey, Mac. Man. But, hey, yeah. wrapping it up, man, this is the first of many. We do it all, radio, slash podcast, slash whatever you want to call us. Catch us on – what do you got us on, Kenny? iTunes, Spotify? Man, we're on iTunes, Spotify. We're going to be uh, – the Google, Google Play, everywhere you can hear spot, uh, podcasts, you'll hear our voice, man. Right, right. Shut so listen to us. We'll have a show every week, maybe twice a week if things get crazy. But, you know, appreciate y'all listening in. And uh, if you want to sponsor indeed. us, go ahead and hit up Kenny Bland's DMs uh, so you can sponsor the show. You know, we're taking, you know, whatever, whatever you got. You got food, whatever, whatever you got. Yeah, hey man, somebody somebody signed off with Google on their first time. You can be the one that uh that sponsors us and right. blow up. Right, right. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. So Kenny man, been a pleasure. We do it all. My guy, my guy. Hey man, we out of here. We do it all radio with KB Until next time. Oh God. <laughs>